The journey you're about to take over the next 30 days will help you improve, grow, and deepen those three relationships you just named. I'm not saying it will fix everything. Relationships aren't machines. You can't replace a broken part and be good to go. But if you apply what you hear over the next 30 days, your key relationships will grow and deepen. Something will change for the better. Trust me, this is important for you. In fact, this may be the most significant thing you do in your life right now. Why? Because life is way too short. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, in this all-too-short life we share, all that really matters is relationships. Our relationship with the God who created us and with the people we love. Compared to these relationships, the job or career goals we set now aren't really so important. The ladders we try to climb don't matter so much. And the objects we long to own and possess seem utterly trivial. What really counts in the end is that special knowing look you share with your spouse, the arms of your child reaching up to you, or the quiet comfort of a friend who stands by your side in a difficult time. The incredible animated movie Up contains some profound truths about relationships. In a breathtaking sequence early in the film, we see the entire arc of the life of Carl, the balloon salesman, as he meets Ellie, falls in love, and gets married. They share a dream to travel to South America and save every penny for their big trip. But there's something familiar about the way their savings are used for the urgencies and emergencies of daily life, time and time again. Before Carl and Ellie know it, they're in their 70s, and although they have a beautiful marriage, they have never realized their dream adventure. Ellie dies, and Carl is overwhelmed with regret about the trip they never took. In a desperate attempt to escape loneliness and recapture memories of Ellie, Carl attaches a bunch of balloons to his house and sets out for South America. You begin to realize as the movie progresses that this dream trip they were saving for, this object of their future plan together, wasn't really that important after all. The real adventure was the life they shared all along. The same is true for us. The adventure of a lifetime is right in front of us. It's just cleverly disguised as a familiar face. Think about the possible loss of the relationship with one of those three people you named. You can't do anything about death and the physical departure of one of them from earth. That's in God's hands. But you can do something about your relationship with them in life. Everything you've been told about relationships is upside down and wrong. Researchers tell us that a baby sees everything upside down for the first few days of life until the brain can adjust the visual picture to right side up. Most relationships today are stuck in this same infant stage. We tend to see relationships upside down, and our culture only reinforces this view. The concept of love at first sight permeates our music, movies, television, and books. What we learn as children and continue to believe as adults is that a fairy tale relationship somehow just happens. Now, I'm not bashing romance, but meaningful relationships depend on seeing other people as they are and looking at them right side up. Real love, whether romantic love, a close friendship, or a family relationship, happens long after love at first sight. It shows up as people get to know each other more deeply and often after they work through tough things together. Real love and relationships isn't a magic act. It's a journey. When people say it was love at first sight, what they really mean is, I was attracted to that person the first time I saw them. There's nothing wrong with being infatuated with someone at the start of a relationship. The real question, however, is do you have a love that's growing stronger and deeper every day? 
I don't believe in love at first sight, but I do believe in love at last sight. Each of my relationships has the potential to be better the next time we're together than it was the previous time. Friend me. It's ironic that even though our society is more technologically connected than ever before, most people feel increasingly isolated and completely disconnected from deep and rewarding relationships. You can have hundreds of online friends, but how many of them can you truly sit down with face-to-face and share your heart? It's more important to have one good friend than a thousand acquaintances. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with social networking. Facebook, Twitter, and other sites can serve a useful purpose in connecting us to people. Technology is, after all, neutral. What matters is how you use it. A fire can burn you or warm you, and technology is no different. You can go online to research a medical question, pay your electric bill, or view pornography. The ability to connect with people online can be incredibly useful as long as you're smart about it. But it has its downside, too. The canary in the coal mine is this. Social networking has changed our society's definition of friend. For instance, if I find someone named Joe online, all it takes is a simple right-click and my computer screen flashes a message assuring me that, yes, Joe and I are now friends. Hmm. Now that we're friends, I wonder if Joe would drive me to the doctor when I'm too sick to drive myself or hold my hair back from the toilet when I'm throwing up. Should I count on him to help me out on moving day? Can I call him up when my loyal dog has to be put down and I just can't do it alone? Will he tell me when I have spinach in my teeth, dandruff on my shirt, or my foot in my mouth? We've bought into the false idea that if we're connected to huge numbers of people in cyberspace, we must be important and loved. There's nothing wrong with having lots of Facebook friends as long as you realize that there are a random collection of people that you might know or someone you might know might know. A real friend is someone who's with you, present in your life, someone who gives you their time, shares your hurt, and feels your ache. 